Okay, so, um, yeah, my husband, my husband, my son starts to visit his family and, you know, it's kind of like, hmm, now we have to deal with that, um, but I was trying to get myself back on track and, you know, I told my husband, it's time for me to focus on my goals and I need to get my life together. You know, my son was already here. Um, we already had the situation figured out. Like he was going to see his family um, on whatever days. And, you know, I wanted to get my life back. And because I still felt anxiety, but not as strong, probably because of the busyness of life. And, um, so I got my GED and then I'm on my way to college. I, I get into college and I just could not do it. Like I couldn't do it. I started panicking. Um, I started thinking like somebody was going to bomb the building. Um, I started thinking that, um, somebody was going to shoot us up. Um, that I was going to die um, in my class. I couldn't even focus. And it's that's crazy weird to me because it's not that it came back. It's just that I paid attention to it more. Um, and so... Um, I, um, and I... And I'm kind of thinking too because of the fact that... Um, that I was having an affair and then I'm still married to my husband and I'm with somebody else. So, of course, the devil's not going to be tormenting me and attacking me because I'm already doing that to myself. So, what do you guys think? Um, like, how do you guys see it? Like, I know that y'all don't know my life, my life. But, like, what do you think um, happened there? Like, um, I'm thinking the busyness of life or, you know, I was already doing harm to myself by what I was doing. Um, I'm not sure. But once I started going to college, um, even my son, he had got, when he was three months, he got really sick. So, um, I had to stay like three or four weeks um, at Texas Children's Hospital, he had RSV. He was sedated and everything. He was just three months old. And I was on the other side of Houston and my husband had to stay home with the girls. And I was so scared. But of course, my I would do anything for my kids. So I'm just like there and I'm calling my husband every night. Like, I miss you. Like, I'm scared up here. Like, I don't want to be here. And... I don't know. I, I don't know why that is. It's so weird that for a point in time, I didn't deal with it as much. But here I am again. And it's not like it wasn't there because it was. I guess I just didn't pay attention to it. Um, And, you know, I love the show Criminal Minds. That is one of my favorite shows. Um, and I couldn't even watch that 
because it would freak me out. I would probably end up in emergency room. And I don't know why I added that in there, but like, I'm just thinking about that. Like my college days, that's when I used to watch Criminal Minds and I would freak myself out. And, um, so I don't know. Um, so I'm thinking I'm, I'm getting it all together, but it's really falling apart. I tell my husband, I quit college. I'm not going back. And so I decide, okay, well, I'll just get job, a job or, you know, figure it out from there. And I could not even keep a job. I was calling him from the restroom. I was crying. I was telling him, you know, I couldn't do it. I, I didn't like it. I was always, um, you know, just walking straight out, straight out of work, like not never coming back. Um, and so, um, we end up moving back with my aunt, um, my aunt that I'm always, always with, like, um, she's always helping me out. Um, we moved with her and her kids and I'm trying to figure things out and I'm, and I'm praying to God and I'm asking him, Oh God, I don't want to live like this no more. You know, I have my husband, I have my kids. I'm, I, I, I say right then and there, I'm done with kids. I don't want any more kids. That was it for me. I want to work on my life. I have goals. I'm getting older. I shouldn't be going through this, God. You know, the affair was already past us. You know, we were already, you know, my son was already visiting with his family. Um, my son was out of the hospital, you know, and I'm I'm telling God, like, God, like every day of life, I felt like I was wasting it. I feel I felt like it was passing me by. I was running out of time. And it's, I started to get down again because I'm like, I'm too old to not have a job, to not have a vehicle, to not drive. I have four children and things never got better. Things never got better. The only thing that I accomplished out of that was I got my GED and I met some amazing people when I was in GED classes. But other than that, I was still stuck. I was, I was stuck. Hi guys. Um, I know I'm going on and on and on about my, um, life. Well, actually this is what my podcasts are about. And I feel like I'm kind of like going down and I'm being a Debbie Downer. Um, and I kind of, you know, feel bad. I didn't even introduce myself. My name is Darla. Um, Davila, and I'm married to Freddie, and I have I had a I had an affair with the mystery man, um, that's what we're calling him, and then I have three girls, Mariah, Maya, and Madeline, and then I have my son Mason, and we're in the kind of a little bit after the affair. Um, my son that I had from the affair is already about two years old. Um, you know, we finally move out of my aunt's house. We get our own place. And, um, 
I'm kind of up and I'm kind of down, um, which happens a lot to me. Um, you know, I'll be really excited, really happy. And then I hit rock bottom and then I'm up again and then I'm down. It's like a roller coaster for me. Um, and right now at this point in my story, I'm up. We have our own apartment and we're just fixing it up. We're moving in. We're planning all these things. And then it hits me. I've been so selfish, so focused on myself that I wasn't even focusing on my kids. And what I mean by that is that even when you hear most of my podcasts, I don't really talk about God much. And that's something that I desire. I desire for my kids and my husband and myself to know God and have a relationship with him and go to church. And I mean, he loves us and he died for us. So the least we can do is our part and show him our love and appreciation, you know, and that is something that my kids missed out on because I was so focused on myself. And when we move into the apartment, I start to realize that I start to realize, wow, my kids missed so much. So I start searching for a church. Um, I end up finding a church and we start going and right away I get into counseling and um this man he starts to counsel me and I think I went twice to him and see I had been attending there for a while and I started to feel like it started to feel like home and I started to feel you know, like, oh, we're getting somewhere, you know. Um, my husband, um, he started working closer to home. And, you know, um, I was so happy that I reached out to these pastors. And the pastor, one of them, decides, okay, we're going to set up a meeting. And... um I'm going to counsel you. So on my second meeting, I went home because on the third meeting, he says, well, I would like to meet your husband and your kids and have y'all all in here. And, you know, um, and I was excited. I was really excited. These mm-hmm. these it was only been two meetings and I felt like I was getting somewhere. And we talked about everything and we talked about, you know, me feeling like if God was real, we talked about um everything and I'm and I'm so excited. I couldn't even tell you how excited I am. I was. Um and I get home and I tell my husband and he's like, Okay, yes, I'll meet him and you know, we're we're I mean, my kids, he's even telling me the pastor's even telling me, Oh, we can do this for your kids and you know, we can um get them here and they can start hanging around with my kids and blah blah blah. He never, ever spoke to me again. I thought maybe he forgot. And I continued to go to church there. 
and I try to put it past like you know I was like thinking a million and one things but I'm like maybe he's busy maybe he forgot um maybe he felt uncomfortable I don't know like I was so down I continued to go to church there and just threw it off because I really did like the church but I was so hurt at the fact that he never ever reached out again and I really do believe that the meetings went well I don't understand why he never contacted me why he never set up a meeting why things never went any further he even said you know I remember you when you were a little girl I used to be your bus driver and you know I mean I I don't know what happened there but yes my kids went there um to church and to to um the children's church and they enjoyed it and I enjoyed being there so after that happened with the pastor I kind of like keep going but like I kind of try to throw it to the side but then I'm kind of feel awkward so um my sister moves a couple apartments down and I'm thinking I'm strong enough to hang with her so I'm like she's single she's living her life and we're hanging out a lot but I'm like I'm going to church I'm reading my word I'm strong I'm getting stronger you know I'm I'm good well, that wasn't it. I, I, that, that was not it at all. Um, I get this crazy idea. Um, cause my main thing is I would think and I would think and I would think and I would just go with whatever I thought, um, which is not such a good idea. Um, and my husband, he was, he is still to this day very supportive if I want to bake a cake um he's gonna uh, if I want to be a baker he's gonna go get everything I need to be a baker and he's gonna be behind me 100% if I want to sew he's gonna be behind me supporting me encouraging me buying me everything I need to sew he is great at that um, so, um, my mom and my sister invite me out and I told my husband, you know, I'm going to go with them. They're going to drink, but I'm just going to be there hanging out, you know? Um, and my husband knew I was back into church. I was doing what I was supposed to do. And so he was just like, yeah, go get, get your mind off of things. So I go and I enjoy it. Like I'm, I'm I didn't drink, but I wasn't thinking of anything I was just watching everybody dance and I was just I was like oh this is harmless so um so then I get this wild thing going in my head and I'm laying down and I talk to my husband and I say you know what I think what I need is I missed out on a lot of my life and I know a lot of my friends and family from when I was a teenager and when I was a kid, they can testify to how strict my parents were. And I felt like I missed out on all of my teenage years, all of my childhood, because they were so strict. Um, And so I tell my husband, you know, 
I think I need to be going out like at least every weekend or every other weekend um, or like the weekends that I don't have my son, you know, I think I should be out. It takes my mind off of things and, you know, I don't focus so much on what I'm going through. So I decide to mingle and, you know, go wherever my sister goes, whatever bars, whatever places she goes. And I begin to enjoy it. And I start to get attitudes like with my husband, like, uh, and even though I wasn't cheating or doing nothing inappropriate, um, I... I still felt like it was wrong, but I I was like, you know what? It takes my mind off of things. You know, I'm out there watching everybody make a fool of themselves and, you know, dancing on the dance floor and, you know, just being crazy. So um, I tell my husband, you know, like I start being ugly with him, like, Oh, I, these kids don't want to go to sleep, and I want to go out, and I and I need to have me time, and I never had me time as a child, you know, being the selfish me, that you know, I was, I was being very selfish, and my husband would stay with the kids and watch them, and I would be at different bars and different places, until I came to my senses, because that lasted a couple of months, and I was like. I'm too old for this. What kind of mother am I becoming? Like, I don't want to be a a woman that leaves her kids to be at the bar Um, slowly. You know, I started to, you know, take a drink here and there. Um, I wanted to be at my sister's all the time and hang out and do what she did. And I just got thrown off track again. And... I had to catch my snap and I had to say, no, you know, I, this, this is not, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. So I apologized to my husband and I told him, you know, that wasn't for me. He didn't ask me to stop. He didn't beg me. He didn't tell me, he didn't mention it. Um, he just said, you know, if that, if you felt like you need to do that, then you do that. Um, and mind you, my husband is very mature. Um, even through the affair that I had, he was very mature about it. Um, he didn't always, oh, like, just because had, I had an affair, he wasn't always accusing me or looking through my phone or always, you know, he doesn't have time for that. He's really grown. Um, but I stopped on my own and I that just wasn't for me. And even though I, not going to lie, I did enjoy it. That's not where I wanted to be. And that's not where I knew I should be. 